record. And that was the other thing. You'll be glad to know I did not press record last week. After I went oh. through all the through, I went through all the settings to make sure um, it was recording uh, separate uh, tracks, and then didn't hit record. Now like, so you got it from Streamyard. Yeah, yeah. Like, well done. All right, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> or not? Ask the podcast coach for July twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty one. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means. It's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Always good to be with you on a Saturday morning. This day in history. So it was on this day, let's just say 1984, I think I'm going to say. Eye of the Tiger, number one. Number one on the charts, <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. Who cannot, when you're podcasting, you need to have the Eye of the, the Tiger. The Eye of the this, Tiger. This the Eye of the Tiger. And I think that's Rocky Three. Uh, I think it's four. It, I think it's four. Yeah. Um, yeah and I'm, I'm going to say 86, actually. I think I'm pretty sure that's 86, not 84. And of I course, chat room can help us out. And of course, uh, Survivor, that band that did that song, went on to have so many hits, such as. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Wait, that one. <laughs> There's another one. I think it was big in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> or was it the band Europe? Who was another one with one hit? Oh, yes. the one hit. Yeah, yeah, they had they had the final countdown. The final right? countdown. Yeah, and then yeah. they did the power ballad, uh, Carrie, which you know, unfortunately, sounded like every other ballad ballad <laughs> on the the thing. So, hey, if you're watching live, tweet out that we are live. I am playing with a new toy. I have a an Elgato. St- I've gone all Elgato in the studio. If you're wondering why I look different, uh, I've got that. But uh, yeah, um, so we've we've got new things going on here today, and uh, we've even have new cups, and we also need some new coffee going on, don't we? Yeah, let me let's get this thing poured. That's it. Looking good, and of course, that coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at PodcastBranding.co. If you I'll give you a great example. I bought all this new stuff this week, and every time I opened up a box, I got, they got to make a first impression. And many times I went open, I was like, ooh, look, it's this and shiny and bags and all sorts of cool ways that it was packages, packaged. And Mark is great in making you have a great first impression. If you need artwork, if you need a logo, if you need a whole website, if you need a PDF that you're handing out. If you need a podcast brand audit, he does it all. It's over there at podcastbranding.co. And the great thing about it is not only is Mark a great award-winning graphic artist, he's also a podcaster, which is even better. So if you need some sort of artwork to make you look great, check him out over at podcastbranding.co. Oh, so close. (laughs) And, uh, oh, that's kind of interesting. And, uh, buttons to push this morning. You, you, you get your hands full. I I am working both the left and right hand because now I've moved the roadcaster to, uh, to the desk. But, uh, before we get to that, uh, hold up that mug. There you go. Based on a true story podcast.com. We, yeah, we figured out last week. This is that they just cut the they cut the you know this is a wrap around the mug, mm-hmm. and they just cut it, and you're seeing the silver through the, which is it's super. Oh, here we go. Let's go this way. Uh, super classy, Dan Lefebvre over there, based on a true story podcast dot com. Um, you know this this week, not this week, but I was list. I've been listening to some of his podcasts, and that you know they're all they're all about movies based on a true story, and you know that movie Lincoln that they just did was done so well. And you know, that the actor tried to mimic his voice and stuff. Yeah. You can kind of find out what, what, what was, how close were they? Yeah. On this? Or not so, close in some cases or, or not close at all <laughs> in some other cases. So if you're a history buff and you're interested, you need another, add another podcast. Um, even if you're not a history buff, these are interesting uh, in, in the sense that you can go back and see, are those movies really based? So Dan, thanks for sponsoring the mug and thanks for sending this awesome yeah. It's awesome. Uh, very, very nice. I was laughing. I was going to hold up the box to show what I bought. And this is the box that's closest to me, which doesn't 
do a, but it does show the the fun craftsmanship that goes into these boxes. Oh, bought, bo- boxing is a whole art uh, now. It's yeah. like origami, you know. Yeah. So I I went to the El Gato website to buy a Mike Boom arm. That is the one thing that has not shown up yet. It's ninety nine bucks, uh, and in the process went down a total El Gato rabbit hole. And based on Loria Petrucci's uh, video, I Nicely bought. Done. That's I, a hard name. To yeah, get. good work. I bought the face cam. Now, what I like about this, and it's one of those things where because I've got a right right now, I have three. I literally have three cameras sitting on top of each other, all of them clipped to a pole. And had I got that one after the C920, I would not own a Sony VZ1. The Sony VZ1 is up, right now is about eight. Actually, it's down. When I bought it, it was close to a thousand. I think I paid nine hundred for it. Now you can get it for about seven. And uh, for what I'm doing, this is great. Now the one thing that the ZV1 does is it does the whole autofocus, so I can move my. This does not. The other thing I love about this camera, there's no microphone on it. And some people are like, what? There's no. So I never have to worry about the whole, oh, crap, I recorded the best interview ever, except it picked up the mic from the, the camera. So I like that. It has a software with it. that. Let, and this is the other thing I really love about it, because uh, Jim knows every time I reboot my computer, I turn orange or white or one of the two. Uh, and this, you fire up a software and you can adjust the shutter speed and all sorts of stuff. And then when you click save, it saves it to the actual camera. So when I reboot my computer, my settings are with me. So I was like, that's kind of cool. So I bought that. And then in the process of that, I'm like, well, while I have the wallet out. So that's where I bought two key lights because they have lights. They, they're now bundling their lights so you can get them somewhat cheaper. And of course, I'm doing all this thing and I'll just sell my old ones on eBay, which of course I've done none of that. And then I had multiple people say, well, if you're doing that, you got to get a stream deck. The stream decks are, are great fun. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I've done that. Like I, I actually, you'll hear it on the recording. Unfortunately, I, I just found that out. Um, but I have a minute timer on this little thing. And if I want to do a minute long ad, like I did for Mark, I can sit here and kind of make sure I hit my mark in that whole nine yards. But uh, it does some really cool stuff, which I can't show you right now with OBS, um, which is that open broadcast software, I think is what it stands for. Um and so right now I'm using the Algato face cam, which I also now realize I have to write inspirational quotes on my whiteboard because now that's in the picture. And it's also, it's a, it's a much wider view than the, like the C920, not, not that much wider, but wider. And then over here, it's, I used it's to, flatter for sure. In other words, you know, the, sometimes the C920 gets a little, because of the, yeah. because of its, I don't know what, what it is, but it gets a little wonky on you. The farther back you get, that's going to be a little bit flatter. Yeah. And then there used to be cables over here running up to my hub that I've now gotten out of the picture. So uh, I wouldn't write on that whiteboard, just to be honest with you, because it's, it's going to be distracting to read it. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be able to read it unless you do it pretty big. Yeah. And if I, if I move that camera over a little bit, you'll see a list of the lips and holidays, which is also out of the picture. Um, but yeah, that was but, me. But not July 4th, right? No. Yeah, sorry, sorry, too too soon. Yeah, no, actually, we were. I I, I thought we weren't, but we were. We were off okay. on the fifth. So okay, good. Um, good. But yeah, so I uh, I'm I'm loving it at this point, and uh, you know it it's and it's weird because when you use the C920 with their Logi software, you can actually make it look pretty decent. And so I recorded that, and then I recorded with the the face cam from Elgato. And then I did the, the Sony and each one looks a little better. Like the Sony DV one looks better than the Elgato. Cause you have a little more, you can do the cool fuzzy background thing, but I just don't know that that's worth, you know, an extra 500 bucks. So I will use this for live streaming and I will use my Sony for any kind of recording for the, the school of podcasting. And what I've bought, um, is there's this cool and it's any company makes these, but basically I'm going to have all of my cameras equipped with this cool little thing where I press a button and it slides out of the, the uh, base, I guess you would call it, which is on a, this screwed in clamp and then put in the VZ one. And then I'll press a button, pull it out, pop in the, so it'd be, cause right now it's weird. Like if I could turn on my Sony, you'd get a great shot right up my nose, you know? So it's like, that's the other kind of weird thing about it. So and I realize this is stunning 
as an audio podcast right now, but no, um, I think it's, it's given some people some ideas. You know, we, we talk about this from time to time, like it's the time to swap out my camera, you know, as you're doing this, I'm looking at mine. I'm like, well, is it time to, is it time to swap it out? Dave, you moved your lights up and you're having them kind of more facing down on you than you do kind of straight on a couple benefits to that. One is it takes away some glare, some glasses glare of seeing those. So if you, if you do it that way, but it does give you a different look. I think a lot of folks don't realize, you know, the top down lighting looks different than the straight on or, or even up, you know, up a couple feet and, and kind of uh, angled down on you that way. So, you know, you got to kind of mess with, we talk about this from well, time to time. I think you got to kind of mess with it to get it the way you want it. The other thing that I notice is it's really pointing out that my hairline now starts back here <laughs> where it used to start. I'm like, Oh, okay. Thanks for, Letting me, it's, you know. Well, it happens. But, uh, yeah, it's, the and the other ones I had were Danzy was the name of the lights, and the lights weren't bad, and they came with a, an arm in that whole nine yards. But it was about as high as my arm, so I don't know, maybe three feet above me. These are like four, and this one's probably close to six. Like So I have two here, uh, and the one is way up there, and that's why the background is so much better lit now where before it is lit better yes yes you are right the background is it could still come down a smidge but i know why it's not like because you've got it on a i think you have it on a panel right it's it's a panel that you have so ideally it would be great to see it although you you build a background like that and then your head covers part of it right right? and so you know uh, it's better i think to be honest i think you're branding is better here yeah like down below us on the video where yeah. it says ask the podcast coach because nothing blocks that right that's so, true there yeah. you go yeah, yeah but uh it's it's it was fun it's uh in the the stream deck is pretty cool it does a lot of stuff but that's another whole other kind of uh you know learning curve not a huge one but uh, Th- that is something, you know, when you when you get that kind of automation, but basically what the stream deck does for you kind of automates things. You, that's kind of a set it and use it thing and not set it and change it <laughs> all the time. Because when you're in when you're doing live programs or you're you're doing things you know, when you're doing live programs, you you don't want to have to think like, oh, where did I? OK, where did I put that button and what I do that? And how did yeah. I do this? So. Uh, I, a lot of I watch a lot of podcaster podcasters, even including you, Dave. Sometimes, uh, and I do this all the time myself. Uh, you start monkey, you get this stuff, and then you start monkeying it. You try to maximize it, maximize yeah, yeah. it, maximize, and you never really get good at it because you don't leave the thing alone. Like, set it up, leave it alone. That I, way, it becomes natural to you. I have a great example of that. I the last band I was in, they now have the technology that you can run sound from your iPad. Like I can turn up the guitar player and this and that. And the singer would bring that on stage and literally never put it down. Like every song he'd sing a little bit to the audience, but the minute it was time for a guitar solo or something, he'd be over there monkeying with it. And then he'd put his mic on his stand and he's singing as he We're like, dude, like the audience is there, not in your, <laughs> and he just would not like set it. Like we've got everybody on stage had a volume knob and things like that. So I could turn up like, like, I don't know. It's a novel idea. You have a, a live audience in front of you. You might want to look at them, you know, so you can yeah. uh, kind of get crazy and, and things like that. So. Hey, lots of conversation going on in the chat room right now about International Podcast Day. And they I think they announced this week there would be no live 24 uh, hour <laughs> coverage of that. And, and in some ways, I don't blame them. Listen. That's like podcast awards. I think International Podcast Day yeah. was a lot of work and questionable return. I mean, we all loved it and there were folks who loved it, but I'm not sure, you know, that goes, I, I file that under the no good deed goes unpunished category in some yeah. cases. Right? That was a lot of work for, for, for those guys. Yeah. It's one of those things where I think there, I think somebody even came up with like another day, like somebody was calling it like, Hooray, hooray for podcast day kind of thing. Like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, we already have one of those. Don't make another one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be kind of interesting. Uh, but if they're not going to stream it, then what are they going to do? Maybe uh, it's I that- think they're just encouraging. I think it's going to be just a day. They encourage people to listen to podcasts. Daniel in chat room said there are some folks who will be live streaming that day. And there's, okay. 
there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of things going on live anyway, right now. So, um, you know, it, it is, again, I think I, when I read the email from him, I thought, well, okay, that makes sense. Cause it's, man, those are, that's, that's a ton of work. Well, and it, in that. when you do 24 hours, you're, you know, I know it's Dave and Steve and they can kind of tap each other out, you know, like, okay, well here, I'll, I'll, you go sleep from three to five. I'll go. Yeah. You know, it's still a long day. It's a long day. <laughs> still a long day. And yeah. yeah so it's, uh, I always appreciate everything they do over there, but, uh, it's, it's a long day. So yeah. I don't know. Um, Stefan is asking me, do I have any delay uh, configured with the roadcaster? As far as I know, it looks like my mouth is in sync with what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I what it does is when I use the Sony VZ1 um, through a cam link, that throws everything through. A, well, number one, StreamYard won't even recognize it. Every time I tried to turn it on today just to show Jim, uh, it kicked me out. So it was like, not only was it like, you know, uh, see that? That's hilarious. I turned over here to... Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna take me a while to get used to that. Having it right in front of yeah, you, it's uh, muscle memory, right? Yeah. On these, on these things. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait, there's no buzzer over here anymore. Well, muscle memory and and important when you're you're trying to do two things at once, and that's really when it bites you. Yeah, right. You know, so you just leave it, set it now, leave it there, Dave. Don't move it again for a while. Yeah, and the other thing I found that drives me nuts is if you're trying to number one, don't work with multiple cameras. That's again going back to pick one and go with it. But I have found that if you fire up OBS, which is this free kind of live streaming thing, um, and it whatever camera is on, it will probably use that. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, I want the other camera. And it, it just, it's a nightmare. You have to like, wait, hold on. I got to turn that camera off, turn this one on and restart OBS. It's kind of weird. I did at one point have it to where they were all three on and I was switching them and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. But again, uh, just because you can doesn't mean you... You should. It gets a little crazy and it's, it's just adding complexity that you really don't need. So, um, yeah, you know what? I think, um, I think you've inspired me, Dave. I'm sitting here looking at our backdrop today, you know, what's behind the video. So again, audio listeners, sorry about that. You're not seeing it, but you know, every week you change it, give it a different feel, a different look, but you've got kind of this setup. And I think uh, we're coming up on the 500th episode for, for home gadget geeks here in a couple weeks. Hmm. I think I'm going to start doing what you do. I like for live streaming. I like this. I like this idea of a donut, right. To go around the video. Now it doesn't work. uh, If we had three, then some things start disappearing. Right. right? But for the most part, it's just the two of us and on home gadget geeks, it's kind of just Mike and I a a lot of the time, but I really want to, I kind of want to step up as we talk about the live game a little bit. I really want to, I, I want to bring something to, because I could leave the black around it, but man, the branding is so good on this with both the the title of the podcast above it, and then of course you know the brand for the, the for, for the podcast below. Maybe that's what I'll bring to five hundred. There you go. Uh, and start using backdrops. Well, and I can I can do things here like right now. Uh, if I click on this button, you can kind of see it in the upper right hand corner. There's right. the, the podcast branding logo. I could add the ask the podcast coach, or you know, or everybody's favorite Skype duck. You know, whatever. Um, and all I'm doing is I do this in Canva. And every week I come in and I basically find the one from last week. Yeah. Uh, so in Canva, you've got a kind of a standard, right? You made one that's got Ask the Podcast Coach on it. And then. Yeah. And so it's yeah. it's here. And I just come in and I delete last week's background. And I'll type in something like, I think this week I typed in lights because I knew we were going to be talking about lights except I'm in the wrong spot and I typed in lights and this came up so I could do that. And, you know, I'll just grab one here and then you just resize it and you can do all sorts of stuff with it. So if I wanted to say that's a little too distracting, plus we lost our branding. So I'll move it backwards. And then I could come in here and say, what if I wanted that to be more blue? I can make it. You're you're setting the transparency and things like that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, and at that point I come down and I change the number uh, and it's actually, I have a little trick there. I, I have it there twice uh, to give it a little bit of a shadow. So it stands out depending on what it is. Download it and we're done. So, and I spend, that's one of those things that you can easily, and I mean super easily get lost in a huge rabbit hole going, mm, do I want that light or this light or, you know, and you're just, you can really, really get lost 
And so I'm just like, as soon as I find one, I'm like, yeah, that'll work. Uh, good. That's, that's the choice. I choose that one and off we go. I, um, I just found there's a woman named Mel Robbins. Um, she's kind of a, kind of a Gary V ish kind of like, I'm just going to tell you the way it is. Straight shooter likes to drop the occasional F bomb. And I'm a, you know, you get the feeling she's kind of a tough girl from New York kind of thing. And her whole thing is, um, she had a book called the five minute rule and her thing, her, here's the five minute rule in, you know, 30 seconds. Um, your brain is divided into two sides. The one side is all automatic. So, you know, the way you drive to work, you eat the same food, you go to the same job, everything's just, your brain's on automatic pilot until you do something different. And at which point the other half of your brain is the emergency break. And if you give your brain five seconds, it will find a reason not to do the new thing. Unless of course you're four and have no fear, right? So it will do that. And so her whole thing is uh, like, if you have a hard time getting out of bed, when the alarm goes off, instead of hitting, yeah, the five second rule, uh, instead of hitting the snooze, you just go five, four, three, two, and then you get up. And it's oh. it's weird. And if you think about it, ready, set, go is another one. You have all these things, and it's somehow the mental thing, and it kind of works. I've been doing it this week. I actually lost some weight this week using this, getting up and exercising. So, uh, so that's one of those things where, uh, and honest to goodness, I had this tied into podcasting about 30 seconds ago when I started this, and now I can't remember what we're talking about. Uh, oh, when you find the uh, when you find the artwork, and you're right. like, that's good enough. I was like, all right, let's act on that before my brain goes, I don't know, that's kind of purple at the bottom, you know, and we're kind of more of a blue thing. It's like it'll talk your way out of it. So sometimes you take action. And but this has got blue and purple in it. So it does, fine. yeah. So. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice, it's a good, yeah. it's a good call. And, I like I, and again, I could say, well, I, I need to move the Ask the Podcast Coach up a little bit, a little and, bit. and move this bit. over. It's like yeah. you could really go nuts on uh, on those details. So this is from Jay in a podcast group, and he says, as a podcaster, if someone – say me, meaning Jay, were to start a blog with FAQs or hot topics about podcasting, what topics would you like to see covered? So I like to call this market research. Um, and he says, just to clarify, this is talking about a blog. I'm not starting a podcast about podcasting because everybody was like, well, you should start a podcast about podcasting. And he's like, no, no, I want to start a blog. What would you talk about it? And everybody that said something did not answer his question. What would you want to see on a blog about podcasting? They're all like, oh, you can do this and you can have this transcribed and blah, blah, blah. To which I finally said, Jay, what you're learning here is podcasters don't want to read. They want to listen. They're podcasters. They're audio people. I said, and or maybe your idea isn't that great because Blueberry's done this. Uh, Colin over at the podcast host has a really good FAQ. Uh, I've got an FAQ. Like it's, it's not that it's a bad idea, but you're not the first person to have this idea. So maybe that's part of it. And um, so the other thing, when it comes to doing market research, you might be in the wrong Facebook group. And there are quite a few Facebook groups about that, or you might be asking at the wrong time. I don't know. I just thought it was. Uh, so if you do, so I mean, I I tried this once uh, where I had people come on into zoom meetings and I pitched an idea and I didn't have anybody go, Ooh, like, when are you launching that? I want to do, can I sign up now? I had nobody say that. And consequently that product doesn't exist because I just went, Hmm, you know what? I thought this was going to be cool. And, and nobody got all hot and bothered about it. And, uh, you know, it, it does speak to the Facebook groups and their worthlessness sometimes when they don't really answer the question. Like, take a second, read the question, try to understand where's this person coming from? This is why I don't, I mean, I, Facebook is good for some things for deep questions that require a conversation. They are terrible. It's why I moved a lot of my own support at work away from Facebook. Like if people have quite there, if they're asking support questions, to be honest with you, like this question that Fred probably has about WordPress and Lipson yeah. needs to be a phone call. Probably like it's, you know, there's this big saying going on right now that meeting could have been an email. You know? <laughs> In most cases, what I feel like post pandemic is that email probably should have been a meeting, meeting in yeah. a lot of ways. Right. So, 
um, you know, these folks are coming in and asking some deep questions and, and your listeners do this. I mean, this is, I always encourage if you're a podcaster and you got listeners and they're asking questions, just talk to them, right? Yeah. Pick up the phone, uh, you know, create a zoom call, do whatever you need to do. But it's just, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those areas where it is, it's smart to just reach back out, I think, and, and, and do that. So there, there's, but in that situation, Dave, nobody, nobody answered the question like, hey, what do you want me to blog about? Well, why would you want to blog? That's not the question I asked. What if I'm going to blog? What would I blog about? Well, why don't you use a C920? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's not the question I'm asking. Right. So I, I just the que- the Facebook groups have gotten these these groups have a life um, cycle. And I think they've outgrown their usefulness in a lot of ways. They're just not as helpful as they used to. See, and, and Daniel has the thought that I did. I think the whole what should I talk about question is the wrong thing to ask other people when you're starting out. Daniel started his podcast because he had things he wanted to share. That was kind of my thought. I'm like, man, if you're just starting out, like you should have, hey, I've written five blog posts about these. Am I missing anything? Because it was kind of like, it's one of those where, again, he's like maybe starting a blog based on if anybody's interested. And I was like, well, I think you're getting your answer. You know, nobody's interested. Well, but he's he's in a he's in a niche group. That's yeah. maybe not the audience that he's wanting to talk well, to. And the other thing, think about it. He's asking podcasters, what topics should I talk about when it comes to podcasting? He should be doing that in author groups right. or right coaching groups, something, because we're like, I don't know, we get all our questions answered here. So again, that goes back to that may be the wrong group, not so much the wrong question, but maybe the wrong group. But I'm with Daniel. I'm always kind of like when somebody goes, I'm starting a podcast, but I don't know what to talk about. I'm like, "Mm, maybe you shouldn't start a podcast. Yeah, that's a good sign. That's a good first sign. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to go on vacation, but I don't know where to go. You know, you're like, okay, then do you need a vacation at that point? I mean, like you should probably figure out where you're going to go before you just, you know, take off in the car. And Daniel has a great follow up. He says, of course, after a while, asking your audience, the one that you've attracted by producing the content you had, right? What they want is, is great, but that's different from asking a not audience, you know, when you're starting. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, Facebook groups are one of those things where, and I won't name it, but I went into one that I used to go in all the time and it was a ton of, if you want to learn email marketing, I've got a thing I've got. And it was like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure like I'm about 94% sure that was spam. Yeah. And it was kind of like, and I scrolled down and it was another one and another one. And, and it was things like, Hey, let's shout out blank, blank, blank in podcasting. And I was like, isn't there a thing called Google? Like if I wanted to find, you know, a certain type of podcast, I was like, I don't know. So, uh, doctor, doctor. Yeah. I've, I've given you an upgrade coach. You're now a doctor. Uh, coach Dave says, I frankly don't care what people want me to talk about when I started. Yeah. No one had the perspective I did. I've heard that so many times. Daniel J. Lewis started his podcast. He was listening to me and Cliff's Ravenscrafts. And I don't know if he was listening to Ray or not, but he had a few he was listening to and nobody was talking about the stuff that he wanted to talk about. And that's when you go, well, I'll make my own. Um, so coach Dave says, I, I did, or even know what to, I, I did, or even, well, hold on. No one had the perspective I did, or even know what to ask me. I had a very unique perspective. And that's the beautiful thing is, then when you start your podcast, you find out that other people probably do have your perspective. They just weren't within your, you know, walking vicinity kind of thing. Um, and then he said they they started telling him what they liked after 100 episodes. Yeah. I, I, and sometimes they tell you what they want and you don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like, you know, you track some listeners and they're like, hey, could you do this? And you're like, uh, no, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. You know, and then you got to think about it. You got to think about it for a second. You're like, yeah, maybe I should, you know, if somebody's asking for it. Well, and that's one of those things where you have to know your why. Because if somebody goes, if your goal is to do a short show for busy people who want to do blank, blah, 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 blah. And somebody goes, I wish the show was longer. And you go, eh, really, the goal here is a short show for the busy person that's, you know, or if they go, you know, hey, this show's about the Cleveland Browns. And somebody goes, can you talk a little bit about the Steelers? No, no, this is a Cleveland Browns podcast. So, um, 
you know. Uh, although, I mean, there are moments, <clears throat> I think you have to be listening, where you get some good advice and you need, even though yeah, at first, you know, you you cringe a little bit, you kind of go, yeah, I probably should listen to that advice. That should be, yeah. you know, I, I was <clears throat> early, 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 early in my podcasting. Um, we were just starting to do live video. So this, and we were doing it on Ustream. This is how far back this goes, wow. right? And I, I didn't, uh, I, you know, I had a little headset microphone. Eventually I bought a, uh, or actually had a listener send me a blue Yeti. So I had that, but I had no lighting, none. And I thought it was okay. I had the lights on down here. It was fine. For Christmas, my co my my co-host <laughs> sent me lights. That's I, you know, it's what I got as a Christmas gift. There's a little, pack lights. little hint, like you need some lighting. And Nothing I remember wrong with that. No, I, <laughs> and it kind of looked like that, Dave. Just it looks like honest. Halloween. Pretty, pretty dark. I go back and look at some of those older ones. I'm like, wow, how did, but you don't know what you don't know, right? I didn't know in those days. I, I thought I was fine, but I did a blog post, speaking of blog posts, I did a blog post comparing the two, the lighting and the non-lighting. And I go back and look at that. I'm like, how did I ever think that was okay? So sometimes you do need that little push or the little advice or the kind of like, hey, did you ever think about, you know, you need that and you need to listen to it when it comes. That's it. Well, you know who I would listen to if they had advice? Our awesome supporters. Our awesome supporters. And we are talking about well, first of all, hey, can I get can I get a little more coffee before we can you, get you a little more would, coffee? Would that be okay, yeah. But thanks for this mug, Dan. And uh, of course, speaking of mugs uh, and people, we like to thank. Here, let me do this real quick. I forgot I had this as I was was uh, playing and cleaning up my office. I have a cool dog podcast network mug. So there we go. Uh, but yeah, uh, James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a little pooch, a little hound, a little uh, four-legged friend, go over to Dog Podcast Network. They have tons of podcasts over there all about dogs that are intended to be listened to while you walk your little friend around the park, around the block, whatever you're doing. Check it out over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. We also want to thank our awesome $20 supporters, people like Ed Sullivan over at sonniccupcake.com, Um Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards.com. Glenn the Geek at horseradionetwork.com, who is officially now out on the road. He will be in Ohio in August. So if you go to um, neohiopodcasters.com, uh, you'll see the meetup in August is going to be with Glenn at Luigi's Pizza. So, and if you're not in Ohio, you should be here. Luigi's is really good. Uh, Max Trescott at AviationNewsTalk.com. If you are a pilot or like all things uh, airplanes, check him out. Uh, Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Find him at BabyMountainRadio.com. Brock over at the Occupied Podcast. So if you're into occupational therapy, it's a creative project exploring all things occupation, occupation science, and occupation therapy. Kim Cradgy over at Toastmasters101.net. If you need to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, where he's teaching financial wellness. Shane at Spybrary.com. So if you like that whole spy James Bond kind of stuff, you will like Spybrary.com. Uh, Greg over at the Indie Drop-In Network. If you have a true crime, a comedy, or a scary time kind of story, Check out the Indie Drop-In Network. You basically hand him your episode, and he puts it in front of his audience. It's a great way to grow your audience. Uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, you can go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And if you'd like to uh, do a one-time donation or many other ways to sponsor the show, just go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. So thanks to everyone for that. This is the, 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 oh, this is the transition I can't get, which is getting the PowerPoint off the page so I can go back to the, uh, the what you call it, the that thing, the Trello back board. The show, yeah, back yeah. to the show. You know what I wish uh, StreamYard had the ability for me, to, like you could give me the ability to bring up the chat room, you know, to, to bring uh, in so we could do it together. Because that would be a good transition. Like when you finish that, then you, I could pull in a chat, right? And we could 
so if I could, I would do the one that Dave, that coach Dave uh, just put about. He said, I started podcasting my youth soccer development show to take the load off my email inbox as a club president. The FAQs mm. were brutal. Hurt my fingers to keep responding to so many messages. This isn't the only reason you start a podcast, but I think it's a really good reason when you're thinking like, how could I replace static content that's not an FAQ because nobody reads FAQs right. and in and keep a community in uh you know um in the know so to speak that's what I do at Gallup right that's we created this for our customers I think Dave that's a great reason not the only one but it is a really really great reason to start a podcast I I know more and more companies are offering private podcasts I know Blueberry does Libsyn does there's Supercast there's all sorts of different places and for me I always saw the sales meeting as a great podcast because my first job out of college, so this is uh, 93-ish, and I lived in Akron. I would drive a half hour to Canton, Ohio. We had people driving a half hour north. I was driving south. So we had people from all over Ohio going to the headquarters. We would go in the basement to watch the sales guy go, here's where we're at. We need to go sell more. Get out there, win one for the Gipper, rah rah, graphic enterprises, and off we go. And then I would go out and start working on copiers and that whole. And I always, I look at that now and go, that could be such a great podcast. Say, hey, I want to, you know, good job, Susie, for lead. She was the sales leader in June. Great job for that. Uh, if you haven't got certified on the new copier yet, there's tutorials on that. Blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Win one for the Gipper. Now get out there and and you could do that on your way to your first sales call. And I'm like, you're not wasting people's time. You're not paying for mileage for people to drive to the audio, uh, to the office. I was, I was like, to me, that was like a great way to to use podcasting. And then uh, you could have something like StreamYard or whatever. You know, PodPage has a uh, built-in voicemail button. You could do all sorts of ways to have people contribute that way. So we've even figured out how to move that audio to Teams behind our Teams. Firewall, yeah. and you can play it now that you know we have teams on our phone you can play it right off your phone like a podcast and it's protected so inside an organization um you know you could put out content and not have to worry about it even being on a feed if you have that kind of uh con you know if you have that kind of if you've got teams and that kind of microsoft environment set up at work so it, it's there's there are just other ways to do it as well Dave, I was a part of an organization years ago this was before gallup and we do this all hands meeting like, uh, you know, it was like four hours long, like, mm, I think once a month. And I started thinking about, I started looking around the room and the expensive resources oh, that man. were in there for four hours. And I, I pitched the idea to, 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 I said, you, this is back in the days of the iPod. So this is even wow. before we had iPhones. I said, you should buy everybody in the company an iPod yeah, and then turn these four hour meetings into a podcast and they just have to download it. And listen, they have to download it and listen to it. And for that, they get an iPod that they can listen to other podcasts on. And we were so, and, and I even had the numbers justified, like in four months, it was paid for, you know, and we got really, really close to doing it. And at the end, the CEO said, mm, I think I'm not going to do this. And I found out later the next week he sold the company. So ah. yeah, it was like, oh, that's, that's why we didn't buy those. But I always thought that was, a, that'd be a great idea to do, you know, get those meetings, you know, that meeting could have been a podcast. Maybe that's the new saying that, you know, that meeting, it could have been a podcast. That's it. Um, Stefan says there's a help desk software, which has a read the manual button. It would send out a response with a read the manual <laughs> message. In this case, read the FAQ. Yeah. Um, that's well. that's, I always tell people businesses, I go, if you're starting a podcast, the first place you want to start with are those FAQs that you like, Oh, if I have to answer that question, like Jim, what's a, what's a strengths finder question that you get all the time? Oh, where to find resources? Yeah. Like, Hey, where is this resource? You know, that I get those, but well, let me cut you short here on this, Dave. It doesn't matter. Even if you make podcasts, people won't listen. Right. They want to be told like there's just a certain segment of the population that no matter how much help you give them, no matter how you make it or how easy you deliver it to them, whatever they don't, they're like, oh yeah, I didn't read that. Or no, I didn't have time or I'm too busy. And can you just tell me? And so you're always going to have you yeah. know, those people, like Jesus said, those people will always <laughs> be among us. <laughs> yeah. What I've said is I will, I will answer the question and say, I talk about this in this episode, 
knowing that they're not going to listen, but hoping that when they go over there, they're going to see the other questions that they're also going to ask and maybe uh, send me those. Uh, Mike from uh, Blueberry, I have one of those in our ticket system. I have one that I, I use a uh, text expander and one is uh, I always type a hashtag before I, I type the thing that then triggers text expander. And my one hashtag is hashtag WTF because they didn't write in from the email that they signed up with. They've said, basically my podcast is broken and that's it. So it's kind of like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what your podcast is and I don't know what the problem is and you want me to fix it. So I just go. And when I type that, it's like, Hey, thank you so much for first. It, it, it lets me put in their name. And then I try to look up your email with this. I can't find your account. Can you please let me know the name of your podcast and the email that you use to log into? So mm-hmm. yeah, those are ones that, um, uh, but I, I've had, um, Oh, I forget his name. He was a real estate guy. And he, he said he, he started off with those FAQs and he said exactly what I had said is, is that people wouldn't, they would ask him, you know, the FAQ, he'd send them over there to listen. He goes, and then they would come back a little better educated because they would listen to other episodes. So that's always kind of fun. Uh, well, we, we tell our customers all the time, you know, I, I put this in the, yeah. you know, we, we talked about this in this, oh, I don't have time to listen to that. But you, you you have time for me to write out an email back to you, <laughs> yeah. and you read it. That makes a lot of sense. Can you just go listen to the audio that I already created? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that's always well. I mean, we have at Libsyn. There's an onboarding process, and we can see exactly how many people go through that, and and yeah. the many many people that do not that then go. Why isn't my show in Apple? And you're like, oh, okay, I, you didn't go through the thing, so. <laughs> Uh, Kenny says, summer times are tough to be consistent due to the heat. I've been using our live show recordings to fill in from time to time. Does anyone else have this problem, and do you see issues with this? My problem with not so much being consistent because of the heat, it's uh, it's hard to be consistent when there are funner things to do. Like, I want to go outside and play. I don't want to sit here and edit audio all day. So it's it, it takes maybe a little more dedication. I know I have uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks now we're on like this is Saturday. I want to go play. It's supposed to be like 78 today. I was like, oh, I am so riding my bike. And instead of taking the separate tracks and, you know, going, it, it, I, I kind of scale back on some of the icing that I put on the cupcake. And so far, nobody's complained. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use the stereo track. What I heard in my headphones was fine. I'm not going to worry. And I've yet to have anybody say, hey, did you do something different to the audio? I'm like, nope. So. Uh, and they're but, not, they're not gonna, yeah. Like there's, they're not gonna, they yeah. just don't. But, um, I, I could see if it was, I, I lived in a house once and I got, <laughs> I don't know if it was smart or not. I had this huge attic that was, you know, uh, it had been, what's the word finished, I guess, or whatever it had. It was nothing but, uh, places to store stuff, all sorts of drawers and stuff. But I put a desk up there, had the internet wired up there and then found out that there was absolutely no insulation. So I froze in the winter and I absolutely, it was so hot in the attic that my computer would shut off. Yeah. So that was, that was one where I learned, okay, I guess I'll be podcasting in the evening when it's not 9 million degrees in the attic. But, but that question also applies seasonally, you know, uh, Christmas time, right? What do you do during the, I mean, it seems like we have a thousand holidays in December and January, and then they all dry up in the spring. Not that I'm bitter about that or anything, but spread them out people. Um, But the, the, those times when life kind of gets in the way this last year, uh, maybe life didn't get so much in the way we had, we had a yeah. lot of time on our hands. I think it, we kind of stopped talking about this, but I think it's going to be a subject. How is podcasting going to change post pandemic? And I think we're already starting to see where folks who had all the time to do this, create uh, committed and created a whole thing are now like, well, well I got to go do something else. Like my life's gotten back to whatever norm, you know, whatever normality was. So I think we're going to see, we saw a lot of, we've already seen a lot of pod fading uh, that's happened already. I think we're going to see a ton more as we, we move into the winter. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And hopefully if you haven't heard this is being that it's almost the end of July. Uh, if you are looking at your stats and June was down considerably compared to July, Apple had a problem and I just listened to Podland with James Cridlin and he did say Apple has fixed that. So uh, I'm assuming that means it's public. 
So, and what it was doing was it wasn't doing the automatic download thing. So if you were following somebody in Apple, it wasn't, you had to go click to listen, which is fine if you're on Wi-Fi or whatever. But uh, consequently, some, some people's numbers, and I saw where one report came out that said in June, like advertising was down. I'm like, everything's going to be down because, you know, these automatic downloads weren't, uh, weren't happening. So that'll be uh, kind of a, hopefully July, you know, will will go up, but I'm I'm going to be interested to see with this post-pandemic thing to see if a these shows that were started because because the, there were a lot of people I've heard celebrities especially they're like well I couldn't act you know and I've got money in the bank so I don't have to worry about yeah. you know so I just started a podcast and it's like you know and some of them got sixty million from Amazon and many of them did not so the the Justin Bateman I forget the name of it. The other guy from, it's three guys that you go, oh, yeah, I've seen them in stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I forget the name. Yeah, you couldn't, in a lineup, you couldn't differentiate. You wouldn't know their names. You're like, oh, they look familiar, but I don't know who they yeah. who they are. It's like yeah. that That guy's from the show. Seth with- Rogen. And <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're all, they all. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same person. Um, it'll be interesting to see, I think, here in the United States this fall when school starts again. And listen, we're not out of the we're not out of the woods yet. We got some things going on here, but um, it, it's going to look like we're going to be back in most cases, full classrooms, full activities. You know, I'm already seeing soccer fields and baseball fields filled up this summer. Yeah. Right? So it'll be interesting to see as we go into the fall. I think some folks are going to take a hiatus in the summer. Be like, okay, well, summer's busy. They're going to get in the fall. And there's going to be all those things that they're going to go back to all those youth events and all those choir concerts and all those musicals and all that stuff that have to, that have to go on. And they're just never going to come back. You know, they'll be like, yeah, life got too busy. So if you picked up a new podcast during the pandemic and it starts to wane, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, might want to write it off. Yeah. Mike uh, Dell says listening seems to be lower this summer. Yeah. I know uh, at Libsyn, we always, you know, I always say podcasting is a winter sport because we're kind of locked indoors and can't go out. And they're like, all right, I guess I'll just communicate on a microphone here. And so we always see a little bit of a dip in the summer. It's it's a dip. It's like, wow, okay, which is great. You know, you're kind of like, all right, I guess I'll catch up on my Netflix while I'm sitting here doing tickets. But uh, a, a dip from what, though? Like a dip from pandemic um, numbers or yeah, a dip yeah. from pre-pandemic numbers? It's just the fact that, like, wow, I know we always get a little slower in the summer. And it's like, and I, yeah, you know what it probably is? Because of the pandemic, we had this big rise. So we were getting slammed with tickets. And now that it's summer and everybody has said, oh, school's out for summer and off mm-hmm. they leave. There's just not as many tickets. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it's it, it, it'll be it'll be a new reality. We'll see one way or another. This is an area where you know we're just going to have to see what happens this fall. If the if the number of, uh, to be honest, for the average podcaster, that means nothing. To right. be honest, like so what? So what if people are? In fact, it's better if they're not. You have more ears uh, out there to listen to your podcast. Well, there's an app called Good Pods, and I I like the people that make it. I love the idea. It's it's similar to Goodreads. And the idea is if you use the app, you can see what your friends are listening to. And hence like, oh, wow, if Jim liked that, I, I probably might like that then kind of thing. And they added a button to where you can filter by indie. And I was like, well, there's something. I'll give them kudos. Like that's not in any other app I've ever seen. How are they determining indie? That's that, that was one of my questions. And also mm. like – I don't know that I don't really care where the like I don't care where it originated. I care does it deliver value or not. Like I don't when I was um growing up, I could look at an album and I'm like, oh, this was produced by Mutt Lang or this was you know, this was on this record label or whatever that and the reason I I knew all that stuff is I couldn't sample it for free. It wasn't on the radio. And if I wanted to listen to that album, I had to put out money. So I knew all these details and I would say, well, it's, it's got the same engineer as so-and-so and it's been produced by so-and-so who also produced this person and that person. I'm going to buy this where now, you know, I can hit a podcast and go, yeah, I don't like that and, and leave. So it's not, not quite as, you don't have to be quite as picky to, to try something. Now you can try it for free. And if it doesn't work, 
So I'm I'm not quite sure that if I see like if I see something's from Gimlet, I kind of know what to expect, but I don't listen to it. Like I don't go searching for Gimlet shows. It's it's a little it's a little different. Yeah, but what does indie mean? Indie means there's no 18 people at the end of the show, but that's not really true because Joe Rogan is indie. Now he's is he? well, he was, you know, but he still it's him and like three people. Um, Jen yeah, Briney. So what number? What number do you use to to cut it off at? Is it three? Is it seven? Is it if they're taking advertising? See, are they independent? I mean, if I if I'm a full time podcaster, if I'm making or if I'm a full time podcaster slash YouTuber. And I'm making money off YouTube, but also creating a podcast. Does that mean I'm it's I'm still indie if if I'm creating if it, you know I, yeah. I don't know what indie means. Does it just mean you're not mean? on? A, does it just mean you're not on a network? Yeah. See, I I, I wouldn't as a podcaster. I'm gonna if if it's gonna give me an advantage, I'm gonna click it. Yeah. <laughs> whether I whether I do or not. I mean, uh, I, and I don't I don't get this. I've never really got. Yeah, why we think being indie is so important. Ah, like you know, I've ne- I've never really got that part. Daniel says I think indie is defined by who makes the ultimate decisions and has nothing to do with money. Could be, yeah. There's no board of directors that you have to answer to. There's no sponsors. It's super subjective. Yeah, it really is, it is super suggestive. Yeah. And by the way, some folks who want to be the ones to benefit from being labeled as indie are the ones that want to label others who want to be indie as non-indie. I mean, I just, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a conversation. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a way to classify it, to be honest. I don't know if there's a, a fair way to say who is and who isn't. It seems like a judgment call to me. Yeah. Um, Coach Dave, my podcast started a few competitor podcasts, other clubs tracking what I do. They subscribe to everything I publish, uh, then go do it for their clubs. It's a little, Oh, speaking of that, and now it's time for a power rant. Yeah, I, I am. I'm impressed that you listen to my show. Please don't steal my tagline. When I started saying, thank you for joining me on my mission to rid the world of boring podcasts. And you change it to, uh, thank you for joining me on my mission to rid the world of crappy podcasts. Um, is I'm impressed, you know, thank you. It's, it's flattering, but I'm kind of like, Really? Really? Like, hmm, that was that was one that I was like, well, you know, I didn't patent it. I didn't trademark it. It's like it's a free world. But I was like, that's one of those where you want to go. Let's go to the tape and see who said that first. Doggone it. But, uh, yeah, so there will be ripoffs. That's just the way it is. How much you can do about this. Uh, well, what, what, what do we say? Imitation is a sincere form, form of flattery. flattery. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, you can't unless you uh, listen. I do this for a living. And the amount of theft. Oh, I can only imagine. It's just, it is just brutal, Dave. It is just brutal. So you kind of have to, you kind of have to manage it. I mean, if, listen, if they're quoting you, that's not such a bad thing. Right. That's, I'm like, well, at least it shows they're listening. But I I heard that today and was like, wow, like, why, how, why is everybody on a mission now? Like, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. But uh, who's on a mission here is uh, Michael's going to join us here on the stream. Michael, how are you? I'm just great, Dave and Jim. I'm I'm getting ready to start my new podcast called Ask the Podcast Teacher. There we go. <laughs> Excellent. You so, see, I, I have the t-shirt almost. I, I just like change this little section down here. Just cross that out, you know. Cross that out. Cross you know, that out right in with a white marker. <laughs> exactly. It, it'll all work out. I I have an actual by the way, that's an antique microphone you've got there, Jim. They they don't make those anymore. Not the twenty one, not the pure twenty one hundreds. No, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I have like three or four of them. I've given them all away. There but you go. Good microphone. I don't know why they discontinued it and you know charge more well, for the new one. Because they could. Yeah, because yeah. they can. <laughs> yeah, it, they realized they they messed up the first time they put these out and they charged too little for them and that's they, it. Know, and, and then when they did that. These folks came in for yep. 65 bucks that's right. and that's took the market away from them. That's a Q2U for yeah. those audio folks. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I actually have a question. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm all in it to there. I've been using Adobe Audition forever. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm looking at Descript. 
And I tried it when it first came out and it was disjointed and I didn't like it. But I just watched Pat Flynn do a video about how he edits video with it now and audio and puts it all together. And it's it's real easy. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are I need to go watch Pat Flynn's video. I uh, I am I've heard people rave about this. Here's what I've been doing. I take my audio. I throw it in there. I say, find the filler words, remove them all, and export. And for months, I was like, this is awesome. And then I'll take it from there and, you know, do my thing in where, I, where I'm comfortable with it. And the last three times I've done that, I've had a few edits where it's just a little wonky. Like, it's not. Yeah. And I was like, well, that kind of stinks because that's what I was using it for. So that's where I'm like, I probably need to watch a video because there's probably a setting it's also doing more stuff now. When I say edit filler words, it's like it says I removed 280 filler words from your four-minute podcast, and <laughs> and now I'm doing something. I don't know what this something is, but it's it's doing this extra step. And I was like, I don't like the new extra step, whatever it's doing. So I I don't use it enough to have a good opinion on it. And what I've used it for it's not doing as well anymore. Jim, have you played with it much? I know it does. I, I have not. No, I know you can use it as like a multi-track, bring in the music, fade things up and down. Um, and that whole nine yards and I'm paying for it and I'm barely using it at this point. In fact, I, I was, there are two things. I, I, I just updated my Adobe audition and I was like, wow, I can't remember the last time I did an episode in Adobe audition. Um, I loved it. I just don't use it anymore. I, I have it so I can answer questions. Um, what are you using now mostly? Hindenburg, journalist. Hindenburg. Love it to death. Oh, so so it's chocolatey goodness. Because for my audience, when you go into Hindenburg, like if you go into Adobe Audition and you say, give me an EQ, it'll slap up a 30 brand EQ. When I do this in Audition and knowing my audience in some cases is kind of boomerish, uh, and they don't know what a, a 30 band EQ, what to do with it. And I go say, Hey, give me an EQ. And they give me a bass middle and treble. I'm like, ah, now we're talking, you know, and I can, I can even come in here. You can do some fun stuff and, and drag these around. So if you want to highlight, you know, it's, you're not going to get as, as cool as you do in Adobe audition, but it's pretty easy. And when I go, Hey, this has some hiss in it. How do I get rid of it? And I turn up the knob, the one knob. I was like, okay, like that. So it's uh, and then it does a lot of really cool stuff with uh, auto leveling and things like that. So for me, and, and plus it was a one-time fee. I bought it once; it was not cheap, uh, but I don't have the the monthly fee that I do with Adobe Audition. So it's a case where it does what I want it to do. Um, and does Adobe Audition have a whole like? Can I take Adobe Audition and have it go? Hey, every word. Yep, I can do that. I don't need that every week though. You know, and I could always hire somebody to do that on Fiverr. Um, so Adobe Audition is great. I mean, I use that thing. I still kind of, there's a part of me that misses the multi-level compressor, which I now have a plug-in for. Um, I bought uh, Shep's Omni Channel, which kind of takes care of that. So, but that's what I use it, and that's why I use it. But Adobe Audition is great. I mean, it's, I, I still consider it the Cadillac of... And Jim, what is your go-to doc? Uh, well, let's say, okay, this is going to be, this is, I am bottom of the barrel. So I record right into StreamYard. I take StreamYard, put it in iMovie, and then I export it out. I do the video, and then I export it out an MP4 and an AIFF file and do some processing beyond that. But I don't get fancy. I don't do multi-track. I don't really do that many edits. If I need to do edits, I'll just drop it on Audacity for, for whatever. Um, I don't use GarageBand, even though I could. But I try to keep it really simple. Like, I don't have time to do big edits and stuff. Uh, at work, I have the fortunate um, privilege of I have folks that do that for me. So they, you better believe they're using addition and, you know, some of those tools to get that done. I don't have to do that. I just send it to them and say, hey, can you make some edits? Nice. That's pretty great. <laughs> right? That is pretty great. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been yeah. very helpful as always. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I'll have to go watch Pat's video. I just know that's been on my list for a while. It's like good recommendation. I need to go watch a video on this because I'm not using it, and I have enough people saying this is pretty cool. So I'm uh, I'm painting with peanut butter right now. Is is how I typically describe that. I'm like, 
it's time to go sharpen the axe because I got an axe. I could probably do some damage with this. And, you know, I, I maybe I go over and learn it and go, eh, this isn't really what I want. But I know enough people that, that are starting to swear by it. So, and it does video. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. So awesome. But Michael, thanks for stopping in. All right. Take care, guys. All right, man, we'll see, see you. Michael. But, uh, man, time flies when you're having fun. Holy cow. Um, don't, don't, don't uh, squelch the spammer out there in chat, Dave. Just oh, let him. Already it was, did. It was, I know you did. I uh, know you did. But it's, I wanted to see how far it would go. We go. Yeah. I, I thought it would be something good to talk about or what not to do. Yeah. You know, but it's well, okay. he can come back in in four minutes. I put him in timeout. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, that's right. So we'll give him, give, could be her. So let's say them. Give, it gives them a chance to, uh, to maybe come back with us. There you go. Uh, but uh, Jim, any ideas on what's coming up on uh, Home Gadget Geeks, the average guy.tv? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, uh, Mike and I spend a little bit of time kind of catching up. I bought a new ring uh, security cam for the house and I. I'm going to actually let the audience influence me on where I place that in the, it's a backyard. It's for the backyard to kind of see if anybody comes up from the back. And so, uh, some, some great conversation on that. If you're interested in the ring or the ring door cams, the average guy. You know, what's weird about that is I'm part of a website called next door. I think it is. It's yeah. kind of like hyper local Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. with people now having security cams, I'm seeing more and more where strange people are walking through people's backyards. Yeah. And they're yeah. just like, hey, anybody know who this guy is? And they're like... Two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, that's good. Oh, could, could you just stay on the sidewalk? Like... Yeah. Wouldn't that have been easier than climbing somebody's fence? Yeah. I have... Uh, I want to say Waze. Is that a brand? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I, a camera, that's a camera brand. Yeah. I have two cameras. One for my side door. Oh, one for... Wise I'm, is what they're called. Wise. Yeah. Thank you. Um that I want to put on uh, my house just because they were on sale. I think that was a oh, uh, super cheap a Prime yeah. Day thing. So, yep. mm-hmm. uh, but Good way to get into the camera. Yeah. yeah, on the school of podcasting, I have no idea. I will figure that out. I have a couple interviews. I might pull one of those. Uh, I have yet to determine what's coming up on the school of podcasting, but tune in to find out and stick around for some post show. <laughs> 